Naperville, it's September 2022. The kids are back to school. Football is back on TV. And there's economic buzzwords everywhere you turn. Inflation, recession. We've got a fall election coming up. There's so much going on. And you want to know how does it affect the local real estate market? Well, we're going to cover all of that and more on this monthly market update edition of Naperville Real Talk. This is the city we call our own. These are the stories of the people we call our neighbors. This is the heartbeat of our hometown. Naperville, this is Real Talk. All right, welcome back to Naperville Real Talk. This is our September monthly market update. And alongside me is my co-host, Mr. Todd Gosden from Compass Mortgage. Todd, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thanks for having me again, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to uh, share what's been going on. It's been a tumultuous summer, and we're getting towards the end of that summer here. Kids are back to school, and boy, it feels like it feels like seasonality has returned to real estate world. Do you feel that too? It, we're certainly starting to see it in the trees, aren't we? And we're starting to see it also in the real estate world. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I think that's the thing that I've I've almost missed a little bit, to be honest with you, is you know, is a little bit, a little bit quieter as we get into the fall and just kind of, to me, that's the signifier that life is getting back to normal somewhat, mm -hmm. at least the social aspects of it. Right. Last yeah. year. I mean, if you look at the numbers, you know, July through October last year, I mean, the market was just cruising straight through. It's like, it's like people didn't care about vacation. People didn't care about school. <laughs> and Nothing they just mattered kept... at that point in time. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. And so now we're, we're getting back to a, a little bit of reality. We are dealing with some economic factors that are different now this year versus last year. And so I want to kind of start out talking about those. You know, we touched on it in the August update, but for all intents and purposes, the U.S. is in a recession. So, you know, historically, I think people associate recession with everything goes down. Stock market goes down. Jobs goes, you know unemployment goes up, you know, all these things. But what does it really mean for the real estate market? I guess what I'm asking you is, can we say for sure what's going to happen with the real estate market? Or is it really a little bit of, we still have to see? Oh, wow. That is an amazing <laughs> question, actually. <laughs> I would say this is, is the predictability would not be something I'd want to dive into right now, just because there yeah. are so many things that are not predictable. That's allowing right. us to typically see, you know, so, you know, somebody, it's like, it's like the idea of everybody believes that November and December is a really a bad time to buy or sell a house when statistically it shows it's one of the best times, right? But people don't know that. Right. And so it's, yeah. it's nothing different is, is, uh, yes, it's slowing down. And typically it does, especially into September as kids getting back into school, athletics, starting again, school dances, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People are finding normal in their lives again a little bit. Right. And right. I think that what we're all waiting on is, is what does normal look like a force again in the economy? Right. Cause that's yeah. really the big question. If you watch any news, print media, whatever it is, all over your social media is just about what is happening. Well, I think that's really the question that needs to be answered. Don't you? Totally. I mean, I think, uh, you know, and kind of what I was getting at, and we touched on it in August, is that there is no one size fits all. You know, no. there is no, no, this is what's going to happen Correct. because this, you know, because it happened in previous, uh, you know, previous markets or, or whatever. Right. That's just not how it works. Um, every, every economic situation, every recession is different. Yep. And I think you know, a little bit of it remains to be seen. And, and don't forget too, we're coming up upon a fall election and yep. elections always, 
you know, they have a little bit of an effect on things more so in that. I think people kind of freeze up a little bit with their spending habits. They want to know, is there a new crew coming in? Are there going to be some policy changes that might affect my life, you know, affect uh, the job market? And so my prediction is that at least for the next couple of months, I think think people are just going to kind of wait and sit or sit Mm -hmm. and wait a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and kind of see what happens. And that's, that's not necessarily a bad idea. I think you're still going to have folks who, who need to move, who need to buy and sell, and they're going to do that. And I recommend they do that. I had a conversation last night with a buyer uh, and a seller who said, you know, we've got these changes going on in our life. And I said, you know, you need to do what's, what's fiscally responsible, but you also need to do what's best for your family. Mm-hmm. And in terms of buying a new home, um, in maybe a particular situation that might be what you need to do. And again, we've talked about it before. If you're, if you're really worried about rates and things like that, you can always refinance rates. I think you got to focus on what really matters. Um, so right. you know, that's my kind of my personal opinion on that. Um, <laughs> well, but, you know what, there's, there's always opportunity to find the right home. I mean, that's where yeah. people are mistaken sometimes is that, um, in, in markets like this, there are amazing homes for sale that you would never know about unless you ask somebody like yourself to help you see, right? And I think that's what's important to know is that opportunity lays everywhere right now. We are going through what was very crazy, a pandemic, the housing market went nuts to, hey, here we are with rising interest rates. We have this inflationary concern that keeps rearing its head. And people are talking recession, but some will and some won't. And that's not a political statement. It's just... Uh, it is what it is. And so our job is to help people understand what it really is happening because sometimes what you see in media and stuff is behind the curve a little bit. And I think that's kind of what we can do to help people. That's a good, that's a really good point. You know, um, and that was, that was the way with, with everything over the last few years is, is if you're kind of focusing on what you see on TV, um, I think you're getting, a, you're getting a little bit of a skewed picture, certainly getting an extra layer of drama. Yeah. And that doesn't matter what channels you're watching, you know, because no. remember, it's people got to sell advertising. Right. So um, I would say the biggest piece of advice I could give anyone wanting to do anything in the real estate world or financial world, for that matter, right now is just lean on your trusted uh, partners, lean on the people in this world, your real estate agent, your mortgage lender, who you trust to give you real information yeah. and, you know, and, and, that's how you want to make the, those decisions. You don't want to make it emotionally, um, right. you know, and because again, there might be other options that you didn't even know about. And if you focus on only these things that you're hearing on TV or whatever it is, you might miss the opportunity. And we had that conversation last night uh, again with this, this particular client I was talking to. I said, well, you know, the big opportunity coming into this winter is if you're looking for a home, there's a lot less buyers out there than there were, uh, six months to a year ago. And so that's great news for you. You can take a little bit of time. You can not, you're certainly probably not going to be up against 30 other offers this time for the good homes. You still might be up against five or six. Yeah. We're still yeah. seeing, we're still seeing that. Yeah. But um, I think there's a great opportunity for people who just want to kind of shop in a normal way, you know? Yeah. And well, without yeah. the sense of urgency and potentially buying on emotion rather than logic. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And there was a lot of that. Oh yeah, there was for sure. I mean, in June, in June of this year, now, you know, we had interest rates uh, rise as well, but 
a lot of uh, the reason that we had 15% of contracts nationwide fall out of escrow is that people were just weary. You know, they were just tired of it, of this last couple of years. And I could see it on my buyer's faces. And, yep. you know, when it's just, you're having to jump through hoops and, and do everything. And so people kind of finally said, oh gosh, I'm, I'm kind of done with this crazy land. And uh, I think this actually is going to be really refreshing, to be honest with you. Um, you know, it gives people a chance to kind of uh, to reset and look at their goals again. But again, you mentioned something at the beginning, too, that I want to touch on. And that's as we head into the fall and the winter. Don't forget, there's a lot of opportunity this time of year as well on both sides of the ball. And uh, you said, you know, amount. yeah, I mean, you pointed out maybe it's a better time to sell. There's data to back that up. Uh, yeah. There's data that shows between December and March, which in Chicago we would consider winter, right? I mean, it might be November through April for all we know, but, but but those three months, homes tend to sell closer to list price, and they tend to sell more quickly. True. And of course, those those two stats actually go hand in hand. But so, um, and we've said it in previous years, but I guess we, it bears repeating. You know, part of the reason for that is if you're living here in Chicagoland and you're shopping for homes in December and January, you're probably not playing around. (laughs) As they say, there's no looky-loos involved in that typically. They're not out just looking at homes. These are people who really want to buy and really want to sell. So it really makes for a a very good time to be able to find maybe that perfect home for yourself. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, so let me jump into a little bit of local data. So we're looking at Naperville, of course, and – you know, by the way, if you have questions about the surrounding suburbs, I know we focus on Naperville in this podcast, but Todd and I can certainly answer any questions you have about other suburbs. We work all over Chicagoland. And so uh, here in Naperville right now, what I'm looking at is homes for sale. So but this is a 12-month average. And so right now, um, we're looking at an average of 255 homes for sale, which compared to last August, of course, we're here in September looking back at the last available month of data. We were, we're down from 381 homes for sale. So that's a pretty sharp reduction. That's about a one-third reduction in inventory from last August to this August. But what's interesting is if we look at the demand uh, or the month supply of inventory, that is, which kind of shows us the relationship between demand and inventory, right now we're sitting at 1.1 months. Now that's up wow. like literally just a frog's hair from a couple months <laughs> ago. But yeah. um but it's actually down from last August. It's trending. We are at one, well, yeah, we were at one and a half months. So what that means is, colloquially, that's a hard word to say. You will hear, you will hear people say things like the market is slowing down, mm-hmm. and in terms of overall number of transactions, um, so far that appears to be correct. However, uh, in terms of the balance between buyers and sellers, it, at least in Naperville, it hasn't changed that much. So uh, if you're, you know, if you're thinking of selling, it's still a good time to sell. Prices are still, you know, pretty much near their peaks. Um, we don't necessarily anticipate much of a decrease over the, over the next year. We could see a small decrease, but more than likely, probably just stagnant, maybe a small increase somewhere in there. So if you're looking at, boy, I missed the boat back in April. Well, yeah, you're not going to get 30 offers right now, but you didn't miss the boat in terms of the equity in your home. So I would still, you know, take advantage of that, or if, even if you're thinking of tapping into it, you know, so a lot of opportunity there. Would you agree? I would agree, and I think the, also the topic that's not spoken much is 
you know, have 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 those who are watching ever considered the idea of what it would look like to build wealth through real estate? And there is, and the reason I bring that up is typically when you're cycling through the swale of a market that we are currently with, um, not necessarily knowing where it's going to go, presents tremendous opportunity in the housing market for those who are looking to maybe start building wealth. And what does that mean? Well, the means is maybe people are looking to, is there going to be rentals available? Should I actually be doing something with this equity that I've built over the last uh, two years, statistically saying that people are cash flow rich beyond what there's ever been prior history? So that's a great conversation they should be having with you. Is that opportunity exist? And what does that look like for them to be able to potentially grow uh, their nest egg through real estate? I'm so glad you brought that up. And that's another, you know, going back to this conversation I had last night, it's just fresh in my mind. That's something we were exploring, right? So for this particular client, <clears throat> you've built great equity over the last, you know, and they've owned this home for five, 10 years now. And um, what would it look like if you decided to keep that and, right. and make it a rental? And and we're in an environment, I can tell you, I uh, as an agent who doesn't list a lot of rentals, but did recently this summer and talked to a few agents who have done so this summer uh, a little bit outside of our normal habit is uh boy, it's a, there is a lot of opportunity because people are starving for rentals right now. Yeah. And, and it's in, in, you know, just on the human side uh, you feel bad. I mean, because it's, it's tough out there. So there's great opportunity. If you're looking to get into investing to turn a home into a rental, give somebody a place to live. Right. Yep. And, and build your wealth over time. So I, I agree with you. I think that's a great agree. idea. That's why I said opportunity galore is when you're going through a market like this, people, I, I always say that it, it makes me happy because I know what's on the other side of it for so many of our clients and so many of those who want to buy homes. Whereas when you're on the other side of what we were going through the last two years, you just know that it's coming to an end. And during those times is when things just soar out of control sometimes. So this is it is going to be a great opportunity for everyone listening on this call to either invest in real estate or to or to have the opportunity to find that perfect home for themselves. That's right. And if you talk to a lot of the, um, or if you listen to a lot of the economists, now we don't know for sure, but a lot of economists are, are hoping that the recession that we're in will probably not be very long um, as we tend, as we get uh, supply chain issues under control. And hopefully as inflation starts to come down um, over the next, you know, six, 12 months. And so I think if you can, you know, keep your head on your shoulders during this time and make smart decisions, um, everybody's going to be much better off, I, I think, totally. you know, next year and, and going forward. And it, it is really good opportunity. Uh, just touch on rates a little bit. I don't want to get, you know, again, people focus, <laughs> I think, too much on it. But uh, we did see a little bit of an increase this week. Um, and I really I just ask you more as a monthly reminder to our viewers and our listeners um, you know, the feds announced more, uh, rate hikes coming up from the, for the overnight lending rate, right? That's not analogous one to one Credit cards, yeah, short term sort of rate. Thing. Yeah. So tell me, you know, tell us, or just refresh everybody's memory. Does that, does that mean that mortgage interest rates are going to follow that exactly? No, not, not exactly. No. I mean, the, the mortgage rate, it's its own beast. And I would just say that, you know, um, remember historically, historically going back to the 1970s, the average interest rate in the market, 7.3. Uh, yeah. uh, those who, who are are pr 
probably not my age don't remember having those interest rates. And I would say to you this is that just know that interest rates are going to go up. They have been going up. Interest rates are incredibly volatile. They change with um, a word, a sentence, or a conversation in the marketplace. And they also really move based on where people feel the probability of the market's going to be heading to, right? And I think that, you know, when you're in an inflationary period, that's when you see traditionally that rise of interest rates. And as it converts to that recessionary period of recovery, um, and I say recovery because recession has to come before the recovery starts to happen, is that's when you'll see the trending down of interest rates again to some sort of reasonability. But I just, everybody needs to know that reasonability could be 5%, could be 5.5%. Sure. But historically, uh, like you said, that's what it was. Yeah, right. And so, and we have to remind ourselves that interest rates have been artificially held at these lows for more than a decade because the Fed was helping us do that. Well, the yeah. Fed committed today to not helping do that anymore, and they started selling those thirty-year mortgages back into the market, which will make rates rise, but they will find settling at some point. So. Just understand that rates, yes, rates are are moving up, and that's okay. You can always refinance it. Yeah, I I think that's the good news. You can always refinance it. And, um, you know, I think it just forces people. I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. I I got a little nervous. I think people ask me, what's the biggest mistake you see buyers make? For (laughs) me, it's I see them overextending themselves, right? Um, Don't, Don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, and there's, and, and obviously, you know, with the lending practices that are in place today, you know, there's safeguards. Um, but, you know, even, even a, a, like a debt to income ratio safeguard on lending can't stop you from overspending in other areas of your life, you know, once you, once you buy the house. Right. So right. I think the best advice I could give to people during this time is really examine, and, you know, this is some free uh, non-professional financial advice. Um, and, and that's, and so, you know, take it for what it's worth, but, uh, you know, I think just really, just really examine your expenses, you know, and kind of get back to what's important to you, you know, and I have to do that all the time. Um, and, and have to figure out, you know, okay, is it more important that I buy this gadget or go on this trip? Or is it more important that my kids have a good college fund or, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's these kind of questions that I think these times force us to uh, re-examine, and I think yeah. that's a good thing. You know, well, yeah, you always remember focus on the payment, not the purchase price, right? That's what you got to focus on because that's what you have to live with. That's right, exactly. It's whatever makes you feel comfortable. Um, that's right, and 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 you know, and then and get and don't just take a cursory glance at it. Look at it, and if there's you know. Maybe there's ways you can find room in your budget, you know, honestly. Right. And I've yeah. been down that path before, too. Okay, maybe maybe my car payment was a little higher than I needed to be. Maybe I could downsize in car and get yeah. the house that I want. Totally. Know? Yep, so, 100% agree with that. Well, I think it's going to be an interesting fall. It'll be uh, it'll be neat to see where we're at when we come back, back here in October. As always, uh, let us know if there's something, if a question we can answer for you. Um, you know, we just want you to have solid advice. So whether you're coming to Todd and myself or somebody else, I think that's fantastic. I just think you want to have really someone you can trust on your side during these times. Yeah. And, uh, and there's good, good times on the horizon. Love anything it. else for us, Todd? No, I'm looking forward to seeing what we say in October, too. So I'd say till then, and then we'll get back there with some real information again. Amen. Thank you so much for being here, Todd. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.